0: Welcome back to Singers Plastic Bag. Hey, it's Red. And LB. Today we're speaking with a man who has performed at Stereo Sonic, Splendor in the Grass, and Laneway Festival, Mr. DJ Butcher, a.k.a. Butch Daddy. How
1: are you, sir? <laughs> hey, I'm good. That was an awesome intro. I was like, have I played in all these places? I think I have, yeah. You have, <laughs> haven't you? Yeah? yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I don't remember, but yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what, First question, Yeah. yeah how'd yeah, you yeah. get the name uh, yeah. DJ Butcher? ah oh, well when i was young i grew up in bean Lee on the south side and um i used to stab people <laughs> <laughs> no nah. it was like man it was like exactly how you would imagine a musician being a dj being called butcher like when i was like first started making beats when i was like 12 or something i used to have a my mum was a classical music teacher like she used to sing um teach opera and violin and piano and i used to steal her records and then chop them up then like sample them chop them up put them into like a beat and then um obviously my friends were like you're chopping that up like a butcher and then they all started oh. calling me butcher but like i never had any intention to become like dj butcher it literally was just my nickname like everyone was just calling me like how everyone calls me red like everyone's calls me butcher so like as much as it's my DJ name, it's just what people call me anyway. So It's also your nickname. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, my true. wife calls me Butcher. Like, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, man, not many people call me Butch Daddy. That'd be a bit weird. <laughs> like, but uh, I thought she'd call you Butch yeah, Daddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <ooh. laughs> so yeah, it was just like a nickname. And then like, it's kind of funny. Like thinking back to like, you know, when I adopted that as like my formal DJ name, I was kind of like, it's like a really aggressive DJ name. I wish I had, like didn't have that. It was just something else. My nickname was Butcher, but my DJ name was like Calvin Harris or something. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, it is aggressive. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, like, I'm not going to de- cut it. you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna slice you up. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: like, I'm not going to be in, in like the hottest 100 purely because my DJ name is Butcher. <laughs> like, I don't
2: Especially not now, eh? <laughs> yeah. Bloody greenies. Yeah.
1: So, um, so, yeah, that's how I got the name DJ Butcher. That's a good story. You grew yeah. up in Beanley. What school did you go to? I actually went to school in the city. So I went to Brisbane Grammar. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> ahoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had a, like a mad weird childhood. So like, I, so I went to primary school out in, in Beanley. So all my friends are from Beanley and kind of where I grew up. And then so all my friends were there and then I went to school in the city. So I had this like really fancy group of friends. So all the people in the city used to like bully me because I was like this Darrow kid from Beanley. <laughs> and then all the people in Beanley would... Like bully me because oh. I was like this rich kid that went to school <laughs> in city, so it was like it was kind of good. Like I think it's like really shaped who I am now. It's like I really just don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was real interesting. That's
2: the way eh? you, you can't have to stop caring what people think. Oh, like, do,
1: do you think that your whole life?
2: I don't give a shit what these people think, or was he de- developed as he got older?
1: Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think like I've got like that, and this is, I've never really thought about it, but like I, I definitely think from growing up in beanley there's like a, a big like do it yourself kind of attitude like you know when we first started making music like i went out and bought a computer and like say have got a job bought a computer started making beats there was no like youtube channel or anything to like use so i just kind of figured it out on my own and then we were like oh we want to make a film clip for this so like we went out and bought a camera or like borrowed someone's parents camera and then filmed like figured out how to shoot it cut it like then when we started progressing and going higher and higher, it was like, okay, well, now we need a studio space. And then we got a studio space in the Valley, saved up, like, you know, got like a whole full room set up, True. Um, started mixing and mastering stuff. So we kind of like always then like progressed from there to like be self-sufficient and doing our own thing. And then there was a lot of like, it, through that, of a lot of, um you know telling people to get fucked Like yeah. when like you know we, tr- we were trying to get um distribution deals and stuff for our record label and no one would do it so i was like fuck it we'll just i'll do it myself like screw trying to get signed to someone let's just like make our own label go cut our own distribution deal yeah and then yeah that's what we did and i remember man, like man. we were in um so this is born fresh records so this is a record label that has it's not oh, i suppose it's still around now we still get royalty payments but it was um like a bunch of brisbane hip-hop people um but yeah, I remember like I was in Sydney and I did a gig and this is like in hip hop day. So I was just like DJing for rappers and um, I was hung over as shit and I had a meeting with like the distribution manager of MGM group and I was like woke up in the morning and I was so hung over was Bondi and I couldn't get a cab. And again, this is before like Uber, like Uber and when you call a cab, they might come, they might not come <laughs> like it's like back in that day. So I remember I had to walk from Bondi to the city and I had to do it in like two hours and I was like hung over. And I got to the meeting and I was just like sweating, like s- probably stunk like alcohol. And then, yeah, I was just like, hey, I want you to stock all of our albums and here's all of them <laughs> in every single, like JB Hi-Fi and every single store that you guys distribute to. And they, they were like, yeah, okay. Oh, they said oh, yes yeah, wow. in the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, they still, there's probably a warehouse. They probably have a warehouse somewhere still with all of our shit in it. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. What was your studio like in the Valley? Um. It was awesome. So it's called, co- um, do you know where Elements Collective is now? No. Um, so there's like, it's actually next door to TBC, where TBC used to be. Oh, okay. So if you go next door, like down down the street from there, and then you go up some stairs, it was kind of and was on the same level as a dance studio. So oh, yeah. um, that was their, I think they, they just had their 10-year anniversary. So it was 10 years ago that we had that. Wow. And we are there for probably a year. Made heaps of awesome albums there. Like, I was in there with Tom Thumb. Do you know the beatbox of Tom Thumb? No, I don't know. So, check him out. (laughs) And um, so, it was me and him that, like, co-ran the studio space. And it was really cool. But then, yeah, life just kept moving. And I was like, maybe I don't need a studio space in the Valley anymore. Like, you know, you got better headphones. And I kind of just set myself up at home and didn't need such a formal space to do it in. Yeah.
2: Is it different going to a studio and, like, making it with like other people around and obviously like other drinks flowing in the studio when like or i I just want to work out how it like goes down like do you go there with the intention of making like an album or do you just kind of like mosey on over with like some friends and be like oh let's just do it you know and then like yeah. you then have some drinks and then it starts going and it gets like hype and then everyone's like yeah yeah, yeah let's do it or is it like all right man yeah tuesday night yeah we'll meet you there at six i got the drinks you got the bud you got the whatever yeah yeah and you all go there like how does it happen
1: yeah i think if like if we were making albums that were making us millions and millions of dollars it would probably be like you know yeah that's like do it, let's get wasted let's have some fun like let's spend a whole week in the studio but like the reality <laughs> is like we're all just kind of making music for ourselves and <laughs> so no one's really making a lot of money so yeah it kind of is the ladder of that just you know all right, 6 p.m. Tuesday night. Like, we'll see you there. I mean, you can bring drinks if you want, but mm. it's up to you. I'll, I'll probably just drink some waters. Like, you know, yeah. and you just record, cut it, and then send them on their way. Um, I suppose it's different because I was only ever a producer and a DJ, so, like, I never sung or rapped or did anything. Yeah. So, um, Did, did, so did yeah. you see
2: some blokes who were, you know, off their head every time you saw them kind of thing? Because you think of people in the music industry
1: and you go, drugs, alcohol, kind of like. Yeah yeah there is but generally like if they are they wouldn't be there recording they'd be off doing something else yeah. so they just won't rock up and you'd be like hey man what happened and they're like oh bro i had a big night You're like, yeah, "Okay, <laughs> cool well you still owe me 200 bucks <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was still there <laughs> waiting for you so i still worked um but yeah i don't know it was interesting it was an interesting couple of years there's heaps of funny stuff went down like yeah like people just like rocking up in like really really expensive cars and being like you know, because you know, you like always want to test your music in your own car. Like you make a like you make a beat, and then you're like, sounds good in the studio, sounds good in my headphones, but I don't really know unless it sounds good in my car. Yeah. So then you'd like, they'd be like, man, come jump in my car, and you're like, get in these cars, and there's like gun boxes on the ground and shit. And You're just like, what the fuck is wow.
0: this? Like, okay. what, what is going on? <laughs>
1: yeah, just super random, but yeah,
0: it's cool. So you met some shady characters
1: in your in the day? Um, no, not really. Like, just not too bad. No, nah, just people. <laughs> Just people from a different walk of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. it's cool. Uh, so, were you a resident at TBC, right? Mao's never a resident there. What? That's yeah. swear
2: you were there literally every second weekend.
1: Yeah, I know. So, oh, like, I think I like made it a point to never be an actual resident. Okay. Because then, as soon as like in the DJ world, and I don't know what it is now, but back then it was like if you're a resident somewhere, that's like that's where you DJ. And then you kind of get limited to go anywhere uh, else. Uh, yes. So, like, you know, like someone from Sydney who's a resident at some club would rarely get booked up here, but yeah. someone who's from Sydney who plays everywhere would would get booked. So, I kind of made it a point to not actually, um, yeah, be a resident. But yeah, obviously, I played there a lot. Yeah. And they're the only place. Um, so we so they start. We had the studio next door when they were first opening. So it was Ty, um, and Nick who were opening that. Who I don't think had much to do with it at the end of it, but. Um, but yeah, they're like house DJs. And they want to open this house club. I can't remember what year that was, but it would have been, I don't know, two thousand and ten maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So it was like yeah. very much a, a house club. And then I, I just knew them because I'd bump into them all the time. And Tom, who had the studio with me, used to break dance with them or something. <laughs> like there's some real weird like backstories to how they <laughs> knew each other. Like they used to DJ at the Indro, like t- like hotel and to do these breakdancing nights and like some real <laughs> random thing. Um, don't quote me on any of that. <laughs> but, so don't trust what I'm saying, people, but I'm pretty sure that's a story. Um, and yeah, and then I went to, sh- so I was always playing like hip hop and stuff. So I never ever played there. And then I went to Chicago. So I won the Australian finals of the Red Bull three style competition, which is like a turntablist oh, wow. kind of club competition. And um, as part of that, I went to the world finals in Chicago. And that and it was literally right when Flostradamus were blowing up and they're uh. from Chicago. So that was in 2012. And they played one of the nights as a support act for, um, for, for us and for Dylan Francis. Man. So then I was like, so I've obviously heard of like trap and like that style of bass music before, but I hadn't really heard much of it because it wasn't any of it. Um, and then they did their set and I was just like, holy fuck. And then literally as I was there, I made the Swerve EP, which is like, like a trap EP that I made and then came back here, released it. And then. Yeah, hit up the guys at Bowler and I was like, man, I really want to play this kind of music. And they're like, well, you can do the clothes. And I was like, okay. So then I was just playing like three till five (laughs) at Bowler Bar for like. That's the best time to be playing there. Yeah. um, Like the characters, the creatures, sorry, that are still working at that time. Like like,
0: they're really fucking like.
1: Yeah, it was good. But yeah, definitely gets (laughs) tiresome when you're like, (laughs) yeah, going out at two in the morning. It's like, let's go out tonight. It's like, man, it's already two. It's like, oh yeah, I'm talking like three till seven like let's go (laughs) so yeah so then i just did that for for a while and then um yeah then trap blew up and then it was everywhere and then because i was like already in the club like playing it naturally i was like the go-to like oh well you play the stuff like do you want to do a headline set and i'm like yes and then it (laughs) kind of just like naturally flowed from there so how did you get the splendor gig who Um, like
2: how does that happen like does some dude go uh ring ring hey mate
1: Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's interesting. So I have, I still have probably a booking agent. So it all goes through the booking agent. So the booking agents, like depending on who it is, they get like, you know, they might have like 20 DJs in their roster. And then depending on what all those DJs are doing, they'll like, you know, be at some point in their career where like they might be suitable to play Splendor. So, So they would negotiate with Splendor and get like five DJ sets and be like, Okay, well, Butcher should do that one. Um so I was on so I was signed to Maker, which is I'm trying to think who would be signed to Maker now, but I wouldn't be like it's like I Young think at Franco the time it was like, yeah, no, Jimmy Young Franco wasn't. No, it's more like Dom Dollar and like those kind okay. of dudes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they are now, I've no idea, but um at the time it was like that crew of people. Mm. So so, yeah, like, so Splendor, and I would assume Splendor would be, like, to the booking agent, like, look, we want that guy. And they'll be like, well, we'll give you that guy, but <laughs> can you also have two more? And they'll be like, oh, well, Butcher just released something, so let's put Butcher in. It's like and a then. fantasy draft. <laughs> yeah, it's real weird. So, like, you don't, it's kind of like, so, you get the call up, but it's yeah. like, there's no, like, You weren't like, 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 I would love to play it yeah. stereo, I'd love to play it Splendor. It's more just like, like, damn, I'd love to play there, but I can't do anything about that. And then you'll just get an email being like, hey, do you want to play it Splendor? I, go, uh, I can get you, like, an hour set. But it'll be like you know a hundred bucks pay or something.
2: (laughs) So oh, truly, it wasn't a lot. I suppose like it's exposure. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's more so like those kinds of things. Sometimes when you're like yeah, not like a big ticket Mm. puller, then yeah, you pretty much don't get free camping. I guess Yeah. yeah, yeah, and free. So they they do it like you know we'll give you like. One free entry. um, Like you get in, you get a plus one, (laughs) and you get like two hundred dollars worth of drinks, and we'll give you your rider, and so like it's good. It's like a good thing, and especially if you want to go anyway. It's like yeah, yeah. it's kind of like you get to go for free and play and get some alcohol and stuff. How
2: old were you at the time?
1: Um, I mean that would have been one of my like last like later geeks. So like I don't know, it would have been like it would be like twenty eight or something. I would say I don't know, twenty nine. Okay, I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs>
0: is, is there a backstage area that you go to do you see other artists
1: yeah yeah so that's how you end up like so it's, it happens in my life now where people who i've known for like 15 years from touring are like becoming really famous okay yeah and i'm just like and you but you like just know them like really well because when they're all nobody like in those like shitty backstage areas because all the people who are like anybody get their own like tent and their own like uh, okay. so then there's like all the shitty people like us just like sitting around <laughs> pu- punching beers like <laughs> doing coke <laughs> 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 so it's like you know so you kind of become friends with all these people um and then yeah some of them go on to yeah become real famous and you like, like ah, name, uh, name yeah. a few who have gone on Oh ah, shit! just I off the know. top of your head i don't know like a lot of hip-hop people back in the day like so i have this big background in hip-hop so like all the dudes i used to tour with like i did tour with um Tucker from Fundamentals, we toured with Kendrick Lamar in, like, 2011 or something. Wow. And it's like, like, man, that was crazy. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? So, like, yeah, like, all those hip-hop people, like, Illy toured with Illy for years. 360 did, like, two or three tours with him. All Day toured with him a couple of times. So, pretty much anyone in that, like, era of hip-hop, I kind of know pretty well. And then, in terms of, like, yeah, DJs and stuff, just like all like i don't know there's kind of like not a lot of people that i'm like yeah we've like hung out together many a time <laughs> and it's always funny because you only know these people in like certain circumstances it's like if i bumped into them on the street out of context it'd be weird it'd Uh-oh. be like do we know each other <laughs> like yeah. like, I, like i don't even know if i'd stop and say hello but like in context in a nightclub it's like well, what's up yeah. i haven't seen
2: you in ages it's, r- it's really bizarre yeah it's like another reality kind of yeah totally way.
1: and it's and it's like that because I feel like when you're like super drunk in a nightclub, like all charged off like the energy of everyone there, yeah you like really like remember everyone and like can can like place everyone, whereas when you're outside of that, you're like you're like do I know does this person look familiar because like they served me coffee the other day or is it because I was like, were they on stage <laughs> with me, or was it like you know do they work at the RACQ place? Yeah. Like you know, you just can't figure it out. So yeah, yeah. So I reckon there'd be heaps of people that I like meet at nightclubs who I see like on the street who I just completely ignore because I'm just like, I have no. I'm like not a hundred percent sure where I know you from, it's so I'm just gonna keep now. walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. So what
0: is it like when you get recognised as DJ Butcher? Oh man,
1: it never happens. But yeah, it's pretty random. It happens really randomly. Like, I remember, like one, I bought a mattress and, like, the dude, like, who, like, delivered my mattress was like, hey, man, this is a, like, are you butcher? And I was like, <laughs> I was, like yeah. And he's like, oh, I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. Yeah. So, like, every now and then that I'm, but, man, nev- I never get recognized. Like, it'd be very rare. And the thing is, like, I haven't, I don't actually really DJ anymore. Like, I probably haven't actually done anything in, like, three or four years now. So, although I'm, like, still moseying around and we'll, like, put on a party every now and then, I mean, the, like... The gold, in my opinion, like the golden era of like night in Brisbane's like gone, and yeah. like I don't think it'll be back. What years do you think it was? Ooh, I reckon it'd be like two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten to like two thousand and four, fourteen, fifteen. So it was like right when like, um, like bass music was becoming more popular. So there's like all the dubstep coming through, and then like there's this big like push back from that it's like oh, dubstep sucks we're going to go back to like full traditional house and garage mm. and then like then trap came in and then that became a thing like i feel like that's not going to happen again like i know that sounds real like pessimistic about it but like at what point over the space of five years in the future are there going to be like three completely new genres of music just pop up and become really yeah. fam- like really popular so yeah it's kind of like i don't know it's weird it's a good point and i think Covid as well has kind of fucked yeah. it for the nightlife. Mm, well, yeah, and bit. then they like oh, yeah. in tr- like so back then you could just do whatever you want, so you could go in and out of a club at four thirty in the yeah. morning if you want. Then they brought in the Lockout, lockouts at yeah. three, and then it's like no drinks one after now? three. Yeah, no it's like no after, shots after one. Yeah. No oh yeah, after three. see none of that was happening. Yeah, and then like and like yeah, just everything was so much more lax. Like yeah. Yeah, I remember actually I can I can recall when it started changing. I did a show with young Franco actually, and he and this is way before he was like anybody. And he was pouring, and he's gonna love it if he sees this. I remember he was pouring like a bottle of vodka, like just out onto people off the stage, <laughs> <laughs> and I was and I was like watching it, and it was just like like <laughs> vodka going into people's eyes, and it was like <laughs> ah. and it was like hilarious, and we were all having fun, and everyone was having fun, like the people getting vodka in their eyes, were like it's burning, but this is the best, <laughs> and then we almost got like boot, booted out and banned from the place, and I was like, True. I was like, man, we do this all the time, like, why <laughs> is this a <the> problem? <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, so everything just got like a bit more like strict and responsible, yeah. which is like good and bad. Um, yeah, freedom. It's, yeah. it's it's
2: good, but it calls the herd idiots who can't handle their shit. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know, people like people telling grown adults what you can and can't do just seems a bit gross to me. Yeah. Like, okay. Don't go out and like kill people. I'm not saying go out and do heroin, <laughs> but like I can go out to a bar and get like pissed off my head and handle my shit. Yeah. Sorry that you can't. Like, yeah. I, I don't have to abide yeah. by these silly laws. Oh hundred percent. That's my personal it's opinion. It's a bit unfair
0: when they're telling adults what to do. It's
2: yeah. It's like come on. Like
1: line up here, and
0: it's
2: three o'clock. Sorry, you're out. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it's bizarre because it like like it kind of makes people drink more earlier and get more fucked up than they should be when they're yeah. not meant to be yeah and then people get yeah booted out and then locked out on the street which pisses them off even more Yeah, and then you have all these groups groups of people out on the street pissed off and then so the it's people like <laughs> the
2: people kicking people out are like these bouncers who like probably didn't finish grade 12 yeah who are borderline illiterate who've just gone <laughs> literally who have just gone to the jet. not my opinion like, <laughs> this is, yeah yeah this is my opinion. Bouncers yeah. or <laughs> like, Honestly, like, there's yeah. probably some good bouncers out there. Just like, there's probably some good police out there. But like, there's some, oh. <laughs> we're going down a wormhole. Yeah, we're like, deep down. <laughs> keep running me mouth. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, some of the dudes that have like kicked me out, like, I question them, and they they can't form a sentence. Like, they yeah. literally cannot have a. They're like, get out! I, I told you, out of here, mate. Just shoo, shoo, Yeah,
1: yeah, like, it's weird. So yeah, I feel like that's all. Like, it's all changed now, and I like I I can't see it going back to that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose doofs and things are, like, kinda kind of on the of, rise yeah, now a bit more sure. than they were, so maybe that's, like, the this generation's version of, you know, getting fucked up till 7 in the morning in a nightclub. Yeah, <laughs> you got to do it somewhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> where, where was your favourite nightclub, like, in uh,
1: Brisbane? Uh, oh, TBC for sure. TBC number mm. one. Yeah. What, what
0: about, like, uh, what do you think about, like, Ricks? Man, I
1: never Just went to it, Ricks, eh? Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's yeah. like, for a casual... Yeah, well, it was never had that back part when i was oh, okay. out regularly so it was kind of just like this tiny little hole in the wall in the mall so yeah i never really went there um i'm trying like, to think lumber i never lounge.
0: really huh do you remember a lumber lounge
1: yeah oh yeah lumber was pretty that good. Was a good spot yeah. like, before they had remodeled it yeah. Yeah. yeah that was dope actually yeah i think like i like really um gravitate towards anywhere that's just really loose like yeah. the looser it is like the more mm-hmm. i will like love to be there and looser. the more like structured and like oh you can't stand over there like you can't get an order a drink over there. It's like, I uh, just want to like yeah. get drunk and like have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: like there's a bar here, but oh it's a no service area. Yeah like, yeah like fuck you. Like, serve me a drink. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's like So yeah Lumber Lounge was dope like that. And that yeah, that was amazing. Those like Wednesday nights there. Yeah. Thursday um,
2: nights. Yeah, oh dude yeah. it was packed. It was, was there's like a oh, line a, yeah. like outside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so unreal. that was cool.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I never, like, I never went to the family or did any of those things. Nah, like either. Or the mattering It's, a, yeah, it's a different gonna, crowd. It's yeah. it's your Bean Lee crowd there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <straight laughs> um, yeah, so I never really did any of that. But then, like, back in the day when I was doing more hip-hop stuff, like, the step-in was real big. I don't know if you guys ever went there. It's kind of where uh, never- Neverland is now. Is it? Uh, on Neverland? Or whatever, that vegan food place. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I clearly go out a lot. Um, <laughs> we, we,
2: we didn't turn eighteen till 2012, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So then we kind of got the you know the last two good years. Of, yeah. Of 20. <laughs> hey. We made the 13, most 14, of it. 15. We probably, yeah. That's when we went the hardest. golden age. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. We hit it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to TBC and like if you knew a promoter, then they'd get like free bottles of like. Cheap champagne or wine, yeah, things like that. Yeah. And they'd hand it out to you. And you'd be cruising around with a big bottle of wine with yeah. your buddies, like going out yeah. there, snatching milk crates, like yeah, yeah, like that. That was loose, like out the back of TBC. That was yeah. such a good time.
1: Yeah, so so our studio was like if you like went look straight up from where those crates are, yeah, that was like our studio. Man, True. that's such a good
0: spot. Would you ever like? Would you ever go there before a set or after a set and just like hang yeah, out all the time, at the back. dude? Yeah. Dude, that would have been like that's like the perfect spot. That's like yeah,
1: oh man, it was the best. You'd <laughs> yeah. literally be like in the club, then you're like. You guys wanna go up here and like do something, you know, do stuff? And then you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hang out. And it's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like pray together. And then he just like d- a- reappears. Like, ha ah. <laughs> I was like, Where'd you go? He's like, nowhere. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and um man, I never I lived in Red Hill, so like I never had to sleep there. But yeah, my mate Tom used to sleep there all the time. He'd be like, Where'd Tom go? And then <laughs> next morning he'd be like, Hey bro, can you pick me up from the studio? And you're like, Ah, oh, you slept there. Oh, <laughs> in the studio.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh dude. That's some that's some Hollywood shit right there. <laughs> yeah, that really is like.
0: When they I'm
1: painting movie. like a really beautiful picture of the studio, but it was like <laughs> the it was pretty the walls. Yeah, it was like pretty <laughs> ghetto. Like it was not a nice there's studio. There's no toilet there. no there is a oh. toilet. Oh, there's a toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah, perfect. A <laughs> uh, <yeah, we're> fancy. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no, didn't really. And then like the arena, which I used to go there a lot, but that was more for gigs. But yeah, I never really went clubbing. Really? I
0: don't know. Did you ever have any really bad experiences
1: when you were DJing
0: at a place? Never like not pay or like the crowd is just trash or you're performing to no one or.
1: Oh, yeah, all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's just natural. So it's weird when you tour as a DJ, like there's like two different kinds of gigs you can get. One is like these people are throwing a party anyway and they'd love for you to come there and like turn it up. Then there's other ones who are like, we can't be bothered organizing a party. Let's just book that person and hope that people come to see them. So you get booked for stuff and literally get there and there's just no one there (laughs) because it's at like, you know some like random suburb outside of Sydney, with, you know, it's like completely like they haven't promoted it. They kind of relied on like your Instagram page to promote uh, it kind oh. of thing. So like there's weird stuff like that and you just literally play to no one and you feel so bad because like you've already been paid and you're like, <laughs> man, there's just no one here. And then you got to kind of think like, well, they made a business decision to like, you know, let's book this person yeah, on the assumption that, you know, people would come but they just didn't do the job. Anyway, um, but man, yeah, there's nothing really like super bad's happened. I, once I played, um, actually twice this has happened. So once I played a gig in um, Cronulla and um, as I was about to start playing, there was like a full brawl with like, I'm not even kidding, the entire night. Like it was the wildest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I was just sitting there just like, what is happening? Like what the fuck? And they, they kicked everyone out. So the club was completely empty and then started like slowly filtering people back in. And at this point it was like one in the morning and they're like, man, you're just going to have to play. And I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So then I was just like playing to like these people who have just been in a fight, (laughs) just got kicked out. And then like a couple of people were just like walking back in all like, (laughs) no, and then there's me like playing trap bangers. And I'm just like, like, (laughs) then the other one was, um, Similar situation, but I did a gig at um at Cooley. There's that club. I can't remember what it's called. Never, or maybe Neverland. Is that another? Oh, we're just making up things. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a club down there, and like literally, I um, yeah, I got there, and yeah, there was no one in there, but heaps of people out the front. So I rocked up, like, holy shit, it must be so busy. Like <laughs> there's like two hundred people out the front in the line, and then like they like pulled, pulled me in, and it was dead empty inside. And they're like, man, and it was something really funny. It was like there was a skate like video launch that like combined with like a footy breakup or something like it was like out of like a fucking movie like all these skaters and all these like jocks like ended up like (laughs) punching on each other and because they all like yeah and anyway they all got kicked out so yeah i got there and then it was just dead empty and then they had to slowly filter them back in i was like So yeah, that's probably the weirdest thing, but no, nothing like bad's ever happened. Did I you ever
0: think. do any corporate gigs, like uh, work Christmas parties or like things like that or weddings or stuff like that? Like what what were they? Yeah,
1: do? I did, but not really. Like I tried to stay stay away oh, from yeah. those things. Corporate but, gigs. Yeah. But no, I definitely played like my fair share of Red Bull things. And um, yeah, I'm trying to think of it. I've never done a wedding. I've done some like Christmas breakups. It's just real weird. Like I DJed at the football at the <laughs> AFL once on the Goldie, like when the Suns first got a team. I like when the Sons came to me and um yeah this real fuck like real annoying shit happens in in those situations so for example and this happens today to DJs I still know there'll be like some manager who's like booked the DJ and they're like they'll come up and be like hey can you play house music And you're yeah yeah that's cool like I'm a DJ for hire so yes I'll play house music then you're playing house music and they're like oh not this kind of house some more like heavy house and you're like. More heavier house, okay. <laughs> and then you're like playing like a bit more like up tempo house stuff. And they're, like, no, no, not like this. More like Skrillex. And then you're like, you want? You want me to, like, people are like drinking beers, watching the footy. Like, no one <laughs> yeah. listen is like full like hard style just, right now. Put so, on the
2: Aussie's top fifty. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, so then I'm like, okay. So then you like play that, and then they'll come over and be like, what the hell is this? This is not what I asked for. And you're just like, oh my oh, god, god. Like, kill me now. So like, yeah, it's. I <laughs> tried to stay away from all of those. Hope you get paid before he starts complaining. Oh, man, it's crazy. And it still happens now. Like, I know, yeah, people who still regularly DJ, and that still happens to them. So it's like, man, you're hiring the DJ to do their job and, like, play music for what they think the people want to hear. Yeah, and so you like, probably like, got do the like, thing. You'd like.
2: have the best judgment of it because, yeah. like, you constantly do this. This is yeah, just exactly. some dude booking people. Like, yeah. He, yeah, he, he's really looking no. at it from a pure like monetary position he's like oh what do the people want oh how can i get more gigs oh yeah and you're like well i'm at the footy i'm gonna play fucking skrillex yeah like, yeah <laughs> play some big popper or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah. Like,
1: yeah it's real funny so yeah I, i've always tried to stay away from any like weddings or actually I've, I've never played a wedding other than mates kind of things
0: how do you gauge it when you're watching the crowd like how do you know if they're enjoying themselves like i guess if they're dancing and like they're pissed drunk but like yeah. what else like how do you like feel what the vibe they're giving off. Can can Man, you tell
1: a, a, an MDMA crowd apart from a coke crowd? <laughs> That's a from, a, from an alcohol. Yeah, crowd. yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. Actually, I'm not really sure. I think you like there'll be like a trigger song, like so you if you really have no idea and you've just been like plucked down in the middle of nowhere and you're like I have no idea what these people want to hear. You kind of just like play test songs. Okay. So like you might play like yeah like a Biggie song and you are like and then you'll see like no one does anything and everyone's just still sitting there drinking you're like damn they really don't like this (laughs) so then you'll play like yeah like some chart song but see i never really did this much djing like this but this is what like what i would do when i did then you like play some like top 10 song and then like 10 people would get up you're like fuck (laughs) and then like so there's there's definitely clubs back in the day where you'd have to so like the the it's funny like you'd get booked to play trap so like they want you to play underground like bass music but the crowd doesn't want that so Mm -hmm. you kind of have to make this weird compromise where you have to play the stuff that the person booked you to play otherwise like why do they book you Mm. but then like no one's gonna enjoy it so you'd play like one of the songs that you want to play like some underground trap song in my case and then you'd like have some top 10 like songs, so you like kind of cut between them so you like almost trick people into enjoying your music so yeah it's kind of funny so then so then that's what you do too, to to gauge what other people what people might also want to hear so if you like just playing chart music and then you're like hmm, I wonder if they might like a bit of house music so you like slip a house song in there and then all of a sudden like people keep dancing to it You're like <laughs> uh, and you like slip in a little like bassier kind of song, and then like you'll lose a couple of people, you're like mm, you know, I'm gonna stick to them <laughs> So, yeah, it's kind of you just watch it, and it's so easy because like you're always there looking at everyone, so yeah. you can kind of monitor every single person in the entire venue. But, yeah, it's real. it's yeah, real bizarre. I think you just get like a feel for it too.
0: Have you ever killed a dance floor accidentally, just like played a song, and then everyone's out of there?
1: Um, I don't think so. I used to do it on purpose. I used to d j at um <laughs> <laughs> this is back in vinyl days like when I used to we used to um run this hip hop night at the shark bar in Miami down the coast, and um it was I was only playing vinyl so like I could only to be honest i had like this much vinyl so i could only play a certain number of songs and then at the end i had um the jitterbug you know oh yeah yeah, jitter- yeah so i had that but like a b-side of it was an instrumental so at the end of each night when they had to kick everyone out i'd just play that on the instrumental <laughs> and, and then everyone would just be like oh, fuck. and everyone would just slowly mosey out and i'm like yeah. nah I cup i don't think i've ever played a song and just like everyone left that's good. Yeah, <laughs> That's <positive. laughs> I probably have. Someone's watching this is probably like, man, I've seen you. <laughs> I've seen like, you bum. I've seen it. That's but no, not that I can recall. Uh,
2: um, you ever been overseas I, other than Chicago? Like, you know, I'm thinking like Greek islands. Are, like, oh, Santorini, to DJ or just to, well to DJ? Yeah, and like, I just imagine like yeah. just a, a, a drunk like pool
1: area. Like, just oh, you know, man. just man, like, that sh- sh- does sound fun. But no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I've like I have been overseas to DJ. So i dj'd at um bali a couple of times and through america so when i so i went to chicago the first time for the world finals and then met a whole bunch of people there and then then kind of yeah made released a trap album and then they were like man we've got to get you back to playing chicago so then i did a bunch of shows through like idaho chicago I'm trying to think where else i did gigs on that that like but yeah i don't know
2: did it ever cross your mind to move over there like yeah. is is that oh i did is yeah, that for so obviously sure. like that is like i don't know the mecca for
1: pop culture to kind of like you know yeah. music
2: comedy movies to get into so obviously you've,
1: you've yeah. thought about going over there yeah for sure like i I could probably still dig up like my like bio like my pitch to like move to the states and like get a booking edge. Wow. but yeah i think like it's also like a massive um you know Pool of like there's a lot of people over there yeah. doing the same thing so it's like you know in Australia at the time I was like one of five people making that kind of music and then in America I was one of you know 400,000 people making that <laughs> music so yeah yeah I just never did it and man Brisbane's beautiful like yeah, yeah. We've got I think if you travel video. around enough you're like you know what? Brisbane's actually pretty good so mm-hmm. I kind of didn't really want to go over go over to the states never you, really did. Anything. Do you
0: have a favorite DJ experience, like a place that you played at and you're like holy fuck, I can't believe I just did that. That was incredible.
1: Um not so much from like a like a goal standpoint, but man, there was this party in Perth. Um I can't remember what it was called.
0: Was it a house party or like an event or at a club? No, no, it was
1: at a club. Oh, what was it called? These dudes used to run it. Um man, the name will come to me, but it was just wild. Like every single show was just sold out absolutely fucking insane like it was and those guys like love to party so like you know like they pick you up at like two in the afternoon straight to someone's house with some beers out to dinner with everyone and then you go to the club i'm trying to think what the night was called but yeah it was loose so like those those gigs and i played like heaps of them and they were always so much fun so whenever I got those gigs, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in Perth, so it's like ages away. So you like feel like you're going actually going somewhere. Yeah. Whereas when you go to Sydney to do a gig, it's like it's an hour away. Like you kind of just feel like like you sometimes I'd yeah, you wake up in your own bed and you're like, oh shit, was I in Sydney last night? Like what happened? <laughs> um Man, what isn't that's cool. Anyway.
0: Do they still do it? Do you know if they still do nah, it? Nah, they don't like, oh shit, yeah. I'd I was say, a- let's go. <laughs> like yeah. A time. yeah.
1: Um and then, other than that, like I always wanted to play Chinese Laundry in Sydney. So that was like a, a little bit of a goal. So yeah, I played there a bunch of times. That place, have you guys ever been to Chinese Laundry? No. Man, it's crazy. It's actually very similar to Bowler Bars, but it's actually like, you know, Bowler Bars got like the low ceilings and it's real dark and it's like downstairs at another place. Mm. So it's identical, but the ceilings are even lower. <laughs> so the ceilings are like, you can touch them. True. And man, yeah, it was like crazy. The, and the people who have played at Chinese Laundry is just insane. Like, some off for us. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like every like if you name someone, they have probably played oh, there like, in the DJ oh. world. Yeah.
0: TPC was becoming a bit like that for a while until they yeah. shut down.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was. Hey, I suppose they used to do all the stereosonic after parties and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, do you know why it shut down? Do you know what happened? I think that I think the building just is getting redeveloped. Uh, so I think they just had a lease there, so. Oh wow. It was only ever going to run for a, yeah, a short period of time. Well. I don't think they would have planned it that way originally, but yeah, it kind of had, had a time on it. And I don't think, I think it was kind of dying off in the end there anyway. So it was <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think it was like when it was dying off, it was definitely like lockout laws were coming in. Yeah. And, and, so and a bar like that doesn't really, you know, it attracts a certain type of person who wants to Sesh stay siblings. up seven. Yeah. yeah.
1: So they probably just called it. And we're like, yeah. you know what? This is probably not worth our money anymore.
2: Yeah. yeah I remember a little, little yachty was up in uh, the flying cock one night. And this was after like some I don't know what, some festival, yeah. some one day festival at the showgrounds, and, <clears throat> and it was packed like I've never seen it more packed. People were downstairs, people were upstairs, and he's just sitting there on the speaker, not <laughs> saying anything. Like yeah. Nothing's happening, and people are in there like, yeah, 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 this is sick. But Nothing happened. He just yeah. sat there the whole like
1: for an hour. Yeah, it's and crazy. Like, eh? like,
2: how does he get away with that? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, like, well, like, usually so like those after parties. Oh, fuck. Yeah. If you're listening
0: to this, the alarm has gone off at Butcher's workplace. He's tending to it now. Uh, uh let's give some shout-outs while we're here. Uh shout out Finlay, shout out Dil shout out Brad Jenkins. Thanks for the uh questions to ask Butcher. Definitely gonna ask them. Uh shout out Drugs, shout out TBC, shout out the music industry, uh Jeez.
2: Shout out the Brisbane music industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout
0: out the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone associated with it. Or oh, shout out Prophets of Poets, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. The, baby. This Sorry, what
2: did I miss? What did I miss? <laughs> we just <laughs> shouted out everyone we had to. Hey, <laughs> What our sponsors? What were we know? talking about?
1: <laughs> uh, something. TBC. Uh, oh, yeah, After parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, so these after parties. So, like, we, me and my manager at the time, Benji, <laughs> used to put on, um, used to, like, yeah, conjure up all those after parties. It was more him towards the end for sure but like you could literally just go up to people like at stereo like anyone like you go up to diplo and be like hey we're like running a party after this like we'd love for you to come we'll give you whatever you want we'll give you like five ten grand cash whatever like you don't even need to play just come and hang out and then they'll be like yeah okay and then they just and then like every now and then they'll just rock up and you'd be like bam wow and then like towards the end it started getting more formal and yeah. Uh, like it'd be like you book them in for the after party. But I man at the start when they're like I remember there's one night it was like RL Grime, Bauer, like it was insane. And they were all just there going back to back. And then yeah. Like it was just nuts. None of them were booked. None yeah. of them planned to do it. No one was getting paid. It was just all fully organic, like people just having fun. Yeah. That's yeah. what you
2: want, hey? People just having fun. Yeah. What is five five to ten grand of bloody Diplo, really? Yeah, I know. It's kind of like it's
1: like, dude, do you really need this money? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the club needs money. <laughs> <laughs> I need the money.
0: How much money would a guy like Diplo be making off the set?
1: Oh man, it's stereo, like hundreds of thousands. I would assume. What? Yeah, what? For sure. What? Jeez. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, that's definitely. intense, hey? Mm.
0: I was going deep Damn. on your Instagram, like real deep, like I went to the very end of it. You got, oh, no. you got a really cool Instagram, <laughs> shout out Butch Daddy, on Instagram. Oh, man. You got a really cool Instagram,
1: but I saw a picture of you and Tiesto.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. How'd you meet him?
1: Oh, Just at a gig. Um, Yeah, it's a very long story, but basically I was doing, I was at Stereo and I was doing a set and then, I don't know, he was just there, side stage. He wasn't even playing on that stage. I think he was there to see someone else. <laughs> um, who shall remain nameless, but um, <laughs> yeah. So I think he was there to see that person, and then just hap- because he was there to see her, just happened to oh cop my her, whole set. Okay, uh, and, tiger, tiger. and then <laughs> and then just happened to here. cop my whole set, and then I was just like, so yeah, it's funny. I was DJing and, and like I kept running because at those sets, it's like it's like a free for all. You do whatever the fuck you want, and so I remember. Um, the guy who was doing the sound and lighting on that stage just happened to be a good mate of mine, so he was like hooking me up with like CO2 cannons, and <laughs> oh. and then he had like <laughs> boxes of um candy, like like soft candy. Okay. So he was like handing me these boxes. So I kept like going side stage, and yeah, one of the times I went side stage, and I was like, like getting something off. I'm like, is a fucking testing? How the like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is really weird. And then yeah, and then finished my set, and he was just like good set, man. And I'm like, fuck. this is just, what the thanks, fuck is man. going on? I was like,
0: thanks. <laughs> How are you feeling after that? Like what, what oh, what yeah. happens to you? Like, oh, like, I was just
1: like, that, I was just weirded out to be honest. I was like, <laughs> that was just really bizarre. Like sure. Like if he was there like five minutes before, like, and just like by act like, you know, but like he was there for like 45 minutes and I was like, this is just we're a bit bizarre now. Yeah. So, yeah. It was cool.
0: When, when stuff like that happens to you, do you ever get like imposter syndrome and be like, what the fuck's going on? Why do people like what I'm making yeah. like uh, I'm not that good, I'm nothing you know, like did you get imposter syndrome about like uh, your your
1: music, or were you always like nah this is this is good <laughs> no, nah, no, definitely like i think anyone anyone who makes music always thinks their music's shit compared to like anything else that you hear, so yeah, it's real hard, but no like, i mean i I to this day will put my hand up and say that I suck as a club d j like wow. I'm not a good club d j like I know how to get people fucked up like that's probably my speciality but like in terms of like people who like you know like i learned how to use cdjs like in a nightclub because i had to like Hmm. like there's people who like practice every single night and have like beautiful mixes all pitched correctly and like that's not me like i'll just press stop and then press play on the next one (laughs) um so yeah i definitely definitely always thought i was shit But at the same time, I was also like, well, Um, I was like the first person, like one of the first people to like play this kind of music in Australia. I was the first person to tour an album in Australia with this kind of music. So like,
2: (laughs) bow down, bitch. So I was was a bit like, 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 yeah, you're right.
1: Like, you should flex on people. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. you fucking should.
2: So no harm in that at all.
1: So, yeah, it's kind of funny.
0: I got to be honest, I do feel sorry for your kids because they're going to have the coolest fucking dad <laughs> okay. and it's going to be so hard for them to like outdo you. Oh
1: dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this. I got a daughter now. I'm going to play this to her when she's old enough. <laughs> <laughs> See, your dad's cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: How'd you meet your wife?
1: Uh, music. So she um, she He's came Lord. to use the studio actually uh-oh. and I was like, what's up girl? <laughs> 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 and then um, the rest was history. No, we just like, um what happened so she she was i don't know somehow we came across each other and then she i just happened to be working on a song at the time and then i just like sent it to her i was like hey you want to sing on this because she's a singer sorry and then she like did some demo on it immediately and sent it back in like five minutes i was like oh shit that's pretty cool um you should come into our studio and we'll probably record it and then she yeah came into the studio and then like we figured out that we live like 50 meters away from each other yeah it's crazy and then um and then, yeah, we were just mates. And then we were just like hanging out. And then a couple of years later, we fell in love. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> isn't it? That's and special. now we're married and we have, yeah, a little baby girl. <laughs> that's lovely. Yeah. No, it's good. Butch Daddy. Butch Daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pouring, Pouring I can, vodka. I can officially take the title now of Butch Daddy. <laughs> vodka
2: into people's mouths.
1: Yeah. Man, still girl. doing that. No. <laughs> it's like, man, give, give me the opportunity. I'll still do it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh unreal eh.
0: Man, it'd be great if they could set up like just one more set at T B C before they knock that building down. Like just one more night. Like just give the people that feed us, baby. Like let's promote it. Like, man,
1: did you guys so we so that closed down like a year ago about now? Yeah. Um Did you guys go to that? Like so we put on so me and my friend Michaela, who used to DJ there too, we're like, We need like no one's doing a like final T B C set. Like what the fuck is going on? And then I called the dudes who were running at the time, and I was like, "Man, can I put on? Like, are you guys going to put on like a like my era of people like night?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, no, I don't know." So I was like, "Well, can I do it?" And then, um, and then I think they realized that that was a really good idea. So then ev- everyone had their <laughs> own like little thing, and man, we put it on. And on the afternoon that it was meant to be, there was this crazy storm that hit, and it flooded the whole downstairs at at oh. Bar. And short, like short-circuited all of the um, sound equipment, so it was like this deep in water, and then um, so we had to do it upstairs. So uh, it was like it was just what? not the same That's at all, and I've, and it was packed. It was like the busiest night ever. Like I've never even seen upstairs that busy. I was just like, man, imagine if we were in the dungeon, it would have been so dope. And like <laughs> it, it, like felt like it wasn't like a proper send-off. Yeah. yeah. So man, we should we should hit him up. We'll get. How do you make it happen? Like, yeah. just contact the building owner. Your manager Benji,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, he was the manager at the time when you like during the rolling yeah, era. Yeah, Is he? How's he uh, related to like TBC now? What's his relationship? Oh,
1: now? he moved. He moved to Sydney, so oh. so he moved down there. He's doing A and R for a record label, I think. So. Um. Yeah, it's nothing to do with them, but man, we could probably just hit up the landowners and be like, get some insurance and go p- put a party on there. Do it, and we'll talk about it every week on the podcast. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> we'll go hand. We'll up on
0: like, we're fucking like, let's make it happen. That'd be wild. Yeah. We'll see
1: what I do. So, so I run a business outside of, as you guys know, we're here right now. Um. And what I like to do every year is, like, do one gig at the end of the year and I, like, play it off as my Christmas party for, like, my other job. (laughs) So, I'm like, come to this Christmas party. But it's never an official Christmas party because I'm like, like, man, I can't be, like, taking all our staff out to, like, nightclubs till four in the morning. Like, so... Everyone, if you just ha- so happen to be at this club at this time and we bump into each other, then like we can have some drinks. <laughs> so, so I always try to find some gig at the end of the year to do, but nothing's come through this year. So maybe, maybe we need a maybe revival. We could do
2: it. We've got twenty, uh, a month till a month till Christmas. Yeah,
1: man, that's a reason you've inspired of time. me. Like, that is well, my mate. So the guy who used to do, so Kelso did, um, used to do all the sound and lighting there. It's a good mate of mine. And his warehouse is like 200 meters down the street. Oh. So we could do the sound. We're playing this now. We could do the sound. We've got the lighting. Yeah. We could just get some insurance. That'll be a couple hundred bucks. Me and I yeah. will be happy to do some laboring. We'll move some lights. Yeah. yeah we, oh. need, we need to get them to turn the power back on. That might be problematic. Some air con. I got a mate as a sparky. We'll get him to help oh, us yeah. out. It, right. Yeah, legit. We'll climb some power poles. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> I'll make some calls. Let's do it. A
2: hundred percent. hundred percent. It would be
0: absolutely nuts <laughs> yeah, if we pulled this shit yeah,
2: off. Like, straight up. Dude,
1: I didn't see why we'll not. Dude, there'd it's be some really happy people. Even like a cover charge. Let's make some money. Let's make oh, some cash. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, um, so like we used to run these crazy warehouse parties. Did you guys get any of those? Over at
2: like uh Red Hill area. No. Was, like, the
1: old, the old
2: skating rink. Uh, rollerblading rink there i remember going oh, on there oh really yeah no, i'd be like fresh
1: 18 maybe even 17 oh wow yeah. no, no i never did one there that was way that would be way too risky for my liability <laughs> 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 for my liability risk factor um but no we used to just put them on wherever we could find like a space and it's kind of like what we're talking about now we just be like that's a cool space we should try to do something there and then you just contact the building owner and they'd be like i don't care what you're doing there <laughs> as long as you don't like break anything and you're like yeah okay well Here's a thousand bucks. Let's hire <laughs> your space for a bit, then just bring everything in yourself, and then run a party. So we could totally do it. Yeah. And then because it's well, like a private party, you don't you don't necessarily need security or anything, because it's not a licensed venue. It's just like a BYO. It's thing. a private party. Yeah.
2: yeah. Ooh, that would
1: be. That'd be wild. That would honestly be wild.
2: I'm sure we could get.
1: Hundreds of people <laughs> were. Oh man. Uh, All right. We'll <laughs> suss it out. i give you giddy about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting real giddy. Like, ooh. Uh, oh man, do I don't two. have a Christmas party yet. So I've got, you know, I've got the motivation. Yeah. The heck.
2: What a send off that would be for 2020, hey?
1: Yeah, it's, it seems appropriate, it's, doesn't it? it? It really does. Just, that'll be like coronavirus. Like, that's where it'll, st- it'll start <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Going> <laughs> 2020, <laughs> it'll Chase be it like. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it takes like, back to this podcast. There was this, so lock us three there up. Was this one, yeah, <laughs> one like unsolicited party, which was like BYO and yeah. no security, no COVID plan. Oh, yeah, we're going to have COVID plans? Oh, yeah. Uh, I like,
2: do you? Nah, well, it's it's what? Uh, a couple of sanning uh, bottles and.
0: Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll do some, do a bit of research. Yeah,
2: there was a festival on at Sandstone Point Hotel, and they um drew like meters, one point five meter squares on the ground everywhere. Right. And, there, and if you want to dance, you're just like in your square. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like, it's like a, that's a weird dance party. But I think it's because it's out in the open. They could do that.
1: Yeah. Okay. If yeah. If we
0: had like a roof, we couldn't. Oh, mm.
1: So weird. I just want to hang yeah. out in the smokers area again, of
0: like TBC, and like steal a milk, milk crate.
1: You know, yeah, that's
0: all I want to do. And I want to go right into the bathrooms, like find my local drug dealer, and uh, you know, just get on, talk to yeah.
1: him, see how he's doing. How you yeah, doing? <laughs> that's it. Support your local drug dealer. Yeah, that's the message from single-use plastic bag. That's what we've got to say to the people, <laughs> yeah. people of Brisbane.
0: Support your local drug dealer. Yeah, but in terms of like the volume of drugs in uh in clubs in Brisbane. There was an enormous amount of drugs in TBC. Like, yeah. It was fucking off charts. It was wild. Like, everyone had dinner plates for eyes, like,
1: every <laughs> night of the week. Yeah. I feel like it's just like that in all clubs. The, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot going around in TBC, that's for sure.
0: In the, in the, like, the golden era. Yeah, in the golden say. era, yeah. Yeah. In the nicest possible way, because, like,
1: I think most people love drugs.
0: Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, let's not be around the bush here. <laughs> Let, let's be real. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, it was a wild time back in the day. Like, yeah. Like, I reckon, like, you and I. Started going hard clubbing probably like 2013, 14, 15. So we really did hit the end of the golden era. Yeah. And then the flying cock picked up. Yeah. Like that's when like, that's when people started taking advantage of that. When we
2: went to TBC, it was like packed every time. You're right. You're You're right. right. It was packed every time. And, um, it was always, always bumping, always pumping. Like there was never like you would TBC. Like when we first started going out, it was the place to go. You'd go there and then you'd be like, oh, where do we go now? Hmm. It's like once you left there, it's like yeah. Why, yeah? Why would you leave?
0: Yeah, it was an interesting spot because it was like uh, so far away from where all the other clubs are. It was like right at the end. Mm. It was really interesting.
2: Yeah, I remember we 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 were freshly eighteen and we walked in. We got two. vodka ices in the glass bottles and like we probably had like six beers at pre-drinks like we were pretty hammered and we just sit down with these two drinks it's like this is fucking insane like the first like tbc was pretty much the first club that i went to yeah me too yeah it was such a like different
0: vibe yeah it was walking in like i think we might have paid a cover (laughs) charge or like someone had us on like some guest list so you get him cheap or free or whatever it is yeah we walk in we see this guy called um i think it was mitch Ramsey or like i think it was mitch ramsay i think yeah. or nathan Ramsey or something One of them, yeah and he was like this dude that went to our school he was like much older than us a couple of grades older than us. he's like hey boys how you doing these yeah. are for you and we're like yeah, oh we're thanks like, yeah we didn't, we didn't know the guy very well we just came to us and we're like hammered and we look right we see the dj like booth up there someone might have been who knows might have been yeah, you playing yeah, but like, it could have been eh? he was just off chopped it was like whoa is this real like is this reality like i've never seen anything like this in my life yeah yeah
1: I'm, i reckon it's like a oh man
2: my, i'm dying <laughs>
1: I think there's a big gap like right now for a nightclub to like emulate that like a real dark dingy nightclub just playing like lo-fi house music yeah. and shit yeah it's like a fantasy land it's like a yeah. it's not it's like a detachment from
0: reality like yeah. when we were talking to Shannon and Shelby the strippers like they were talking to us about uh, the strip club being like a fantasy or like living out your fantasy or, like just an alternate reality mm. and that's what TBC was it was like a little bubble where you just escape, yeah like everything else and just like you can pre- you can pretend like yeah
2: um, you go in there and it's like whatever happened at work that day, whatever's happening <laughs> yeah. at home. It's like, let's just
0: yeah. have
1: some drinks and get down. Really, And I like it. It was, wasn't fancy either. Like it wasn't like, yeah, look at this crazy, like lighting and all the yeah. like fancy, you know, velvet walls. It was yeah. just like, it's not like the Fox. painted brick walls, like no lights. Like there's a disco ball in the middle. Like, and yeah. it didn't, and that's what yeah, like you wouldn't be. wear your like
2: good boots there. Nah. You'd wear like <laughs> Connie's or something or Vans and like everyone's in Vans. Everyone's just like, getting yeah. it, like it was literally, you're just there to like let loose. Yeah it, yeah, it was good. Hey,
0: it was such a confined space. So like you're dancing, you're not embarrassed because there's so many fucking people, you're like touching shoulders with people and like, mm. you can really, yeah, yeah that was, was really good. There's so many dark little corners in that place too. <laughs> 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 you know. black, really? Get tell get me about that. I don't know. <laughs> get look get right black light out in there. Yeah, get black light out I mean, those bathrooms were red hot, though. They were like a revolving door of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. Like, there's so much graffiti in there. <laughs> mm. Such a naughty place. I mean, even the bouncers, surely, that they they went on it. I remember there was a bouncer at um the Flying Cock. Oh, I don't remember his name. It was a big, like, Kiwi or Polynesian dude. Like, fucking gigantic, right? And every now and then there'd be a gi- huge line, like, at uh, uh the Flying Cock. And if you went up to this guy and you gave him ten bucks, he'd just be like, "Yeah, that's here you right. go. Really? However many people you like, yeah. However yeah. many people you like." Uh, a good friend, Brad. A, a good friend, Brad Jenkins, <laughs> told us about this guy. Oh, yeah. I know Brad, yeah. yeah, yeah, Brad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and oh, uh, funny. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah,
1: dude, that's what's kind of funny being a DJ. Like, man, I went out for like my birthday and my sister's birthday. We weirdly have the same birthday, but like it's seven years b- apart. Yeah, Whoa. on the
2: same day. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And um, Whoa. and she
1: was somewhere in West End, and like I had to line up to get in. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't line up to get into places. So yeah, it's funny. Hey, like I've never had to line up for any, like I can't think of somewhere I've lined up to get in. Um. And then even then when you get in there, usually like back in the day, it'd be like, you knew every single person that worked at every single bar Mm. or you'd know the manager or you'd know the other DJ. So wherever you'd go, just be like, oh, this person's DJ, oh, go up. And they're like, hey, you want some drinks? And you're like, yeah. So you're like, never pay for drinks, never pay for entry, never have to line up. Yeah, those are the days. Fuck oh, you, Butcher. Mate. That sounds so yeah. good. Like, it does sound like the life. I remember to TBC occasionally, and you'd know a few people, and you'd be like, oh, yeah,
0: I'm the coolest guy here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone's thinking when they get in there. Oh, <laughs> like, you might have been. You might have actually been the coolest yeah, guy there. Yeah. I, no, I out. Think so. a wig out. Oh, dude, you had your own studio upstairs. Fuck you. You definitely yeah, weren't the yeah. fucking coolest dude there. <laughs> You got a house, like, place in Red Hill, and your girlfriend's 50 meters down the road. Like, yeah, yeah. it was
1: a good time. I mean, it's still good times. So yeah. It's different, different era.
0: Yeah, you are in a new era.
1: Um, you like into like cycling now, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I've always kind of been into cycling. So I grew up doing dirt jumps and breaking myself. And then, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I started like, yeah, riding a road bike. And then that was really fun. And then my brother was like, hey, we should like go to another country and like ride through that. And then I was like, that's a cool idea. So we went to J- Japan. So unplanned now that I look back <laughs> at it. So we went to Japan and rode our bikes from um, Tokyo to osaka or kyoto anyway, one of those um over like a week and man it was so much fun but it was so unplanned like yeah like did near, you near de- many that? near death moments on that trip <laughs> um so yeah and then but it's one of those things that like at the time you know these things where at the time i was like this is fucking horrible i'll never do this ever again like why did we think this is a good idea and then like as soon as i got back to Brisbane, i was like that was the best trip ever uh. and then i just got like hooked on doing that kind of thing so so yeah so then just started riding longer and longer distances and then started traveling more and more doing that it's really good it's like in my opinion it's like the most freeing thing you can do it's like just you get to a country your transports with you because you get your bike All everything that you need to live is on you like you got your tent clothes food like sanitary medical stuff and then All your responsibility is is just being back at the airport on a certain date to like go home or being, you know, somewhere. So then between these like, you know, week or a month or however long you're doing it, it's just like complete freedom. You could be like, man, I want to go check that out. It's like, yeah, okay. And then you... You know, on jump the on bike. your bike and just cruise there that's really interesting it's such a good idea yeah. yeah and then like and you see so much more and you get like so much more in touch with like the yeah. local culture and you stuff you just stop wherever you want like, yeah that looks cool I'll stop here yeah mm. and then like you meet all these people and you end up in these places that you never would have ended up so man it's heaps fun I highly you, recommend it you seem
0: it. like a bit of a yes man like the type of bloke who's like <laughs> yeah I'll do that I'll do that
1: like yeah a little bit Yeah, I think that's
0: a really good quality to possess
1: yeah yeah no I suppose yeah I don't think I'd turn much down Yeah, I'm. I'm very rational though. Like, if something's like genuinely a bad idea, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, hang on, let me think this through. Like, like I'll never be like, this is a bad idea. Let's do it anyway. Like, what's
0: something that you said no to? You're like, that's a bad idea.
1: Oh, like in the context of riding bikes. Like in January this year, like right before COVID hit, um, I was in Queenstown. We We were just doing this cycling kind of, I don't know, this big loop around Queenstown kind of. And on the last day, we were meant to go over this. nevis road which is like the highest road in um new zealand and there's like all these warnings like don't go up there if it's like bad weather and all this stuff and there's like a thunderstorm coming in (laughs) and we're like at the bottom at there's like a pub at the bottom of the hill and we're like and like we were already fucked we'd already rode 300 kilometers or something and we were like it was really hot because it's january and we're like, should we go up there? Like, should we do it? And my mate was like super keen. He's like, man, let's just do it. It'll be fine. <laughs> and like, so through there, there's like 26 river crossings or something. And I'm like, man, there's so many warnings about not going up there. If it's like storming and like, there's a fucking thunderstorm coming. In. <laughs> I'm like, and he's like, oh, we should do it, man. I'll just be like, it'll be fun. And I'm like, man, I think we should just skip it. Like, let's just not do it. So yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> so <like, laughs> so there is a rational part of my brain, but, um, Yeah. But at the same time, on that same trip, we got in all kinds of situations where we're like, this is a bad idea. But anyway, we're here now. Do you feel like you have
0: to be like healthy and like cycle and stuff like that now to like, I don't know, make up for, I guess, being a piss lord (laughs) through your 20s? Because without a doubt, you like abused the fuck out of your body throughout your 20s. That like you would have flogged yourself, I reckon.
1: Oh, for sure. Man, I think I'm paying for it now. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like legit. I reckon. So I've always thought like when I was like in my 20s and like, so I'm 33 now, but like I've always been like, man, I'm just like a really good drinker. Like I can get to drink, and like it's fine. But now, man, like like I've been sick for a while. There's glandular fever, and then like I get the flu all the time. Like if there's a flu going around, I'll 100% get it. And I'm like, man, it's probably because I was like drunk for like 90% of my life. <laughs> for a decade, for, like, drunk. Yeah, for like 15 years or something. So it's like. So legit, like I'm on the waters right now, so I'm yes. like trying to take it easy on the booze, but um, yeah,
2: yeah. Were you were you um brought up in a religious household at
1: all? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I think my my uh, my mum would like to say she's religious, but no.
2: We so. were brought up in like conservative, like True. we couldn't say fart, yeah. We, yeah, we couldn't wow. say butt. Gay yeah, people are all. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like there was nights when we were probably like 16 or 17, and like. Some of our other friends were like, Yeah, 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 let's go drink. And they would somehow get a four pack from their dads. And I was like pouring these beers out in the gutter hey, at 17, like full long. Yeah. We were, like, wig That's we crazy. were weirdos, we weird, were conservative, like oh, Christian. And then, kids. like, you, you do kind of get to a point where you're like, Oh, oh, you know, alcohol. And you know, you're the, you're the idiot at the party with your shirt off. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my God, blah, blah, you know?
1: Yeah. It's so weird. Nah, uh, like, for me, it was like, I think. I would have got drunk for the first time when I was like eleven or twelve or something, going to like the local skate park and just getting, getting lit, on the goon, yeah, getting on the goon bags, getting oh. the red bears. That <laughs> <laughs> might have been before your time. There's like these like, the shitter version of um, what, like UDLs, like the shitter UDL was oh, called yeah. red bears back Okay, the day. Um, so yeah, you get like, I think it's like a you could get a six pack of them for like twelve bucks or something. Holy shit, maybe even less than that. Jeez. this is crazy. was before like the alco, like the alco. What is the tax oh, that they've got yeah. now? They have like, like a weird um, tax on like sugary drinks. Anyway, yeah, no, definitely not in a religious household. My my upbringing was fucking gnarly as. <laughs> so, dude, that obviously
2: like helped shape you into being a person who's like, yes, 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 do this, do that, like put yeah. yourself out there a bit more. Yeah, maybe we've only started figuring that out, figuring that out for ourselves now. Like, yeah i think that's i think i don't know i think people who are like successful i would class you as a a successful man
1: oh thanks man
2: we're sitting in your building mate. yeah (laughs) yeah like like i think that i think that there's an element of like putting yourself out there enough and like not really giving a shit about what people think yeah maybe you just like you don't notice what people i don't know it's it's hard it's like do you
1: notice like people judging you and stuff yeah well i think with any with music i think with anything that you're creating like even with your podcast it's like like when i was making music you always listen to other people's music and you're like i will never make something that sounds like that like that's amazing like i wish i could do that but then you got to realize that person who's making that song is probably listening to your song going i wish i could make something like that Mm. so like everything's very um subjective and you know, you guys might watch another podcast and be like, oh, I wish ours was like that quality, but people might love this one because it isn't that quality and it's yours. So, yeah, it's tricky. I think it's just, I think if you're genuinely good at something, which, or you think you've def, like you're onto something, then you just keep doing it and just don't like change the direction of what you're doing. Just keep pushing down that path. And I think just success will eventually come to you. I reckon mm. it's the people who are like, like uh like in music for instance like it's like oh um traps big so i'm gonna release a trap song and then like you know traps dead and dubstep oh i'm gonna release a dubstep song and dubstep's dead and then like oh i'm the house dj now and it's like that person will just float around never really like being anyone to anything like being anything to anyone whereas if you're just like i am this person this is what i do Mm. and i think that's maybe something that i've been good at doing like it's Mm. like i am a dj I've never said that I'm a good DJ, but I will come <laughs> fuck your place up. Like I will suggest, like if I ever got really famous, it'd be like I would be the guy that's like inciting the riots at the clubs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's a big thing in America. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like when the DJs are like, uh, I think Travis Scott like got arrested for that once. <laughs> Where he was like, "Fucking tear the roof off, yeah. yeah!" And they arrested him. Like, man, you were trying to start a riot. And he's like, "What?" Yeah, I'm like, well, I remember. Yeah, I like, I suppose what, it
2: was. <laughs> I remember like 2014, like watching Travis Scott. Um like gigs and people like climbing up the poles yeah. like jumping on each other like that was just wild. Yeah. Like wild.
1: Yeah, see that's what
2: like he would climb up the poles as well <laughs> and have like a <laughs> bottle of rum in his head and it just be going, fuck 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 <laughs> just going crazy. Yeah, wow. Like that sort of fame. Did you ever was there ever a point where you're like, Oh, you know, did you ever get a little taste of like something like that? Man, I don't think I ever have a eh? Or I like think. something that's like happened to you and you're like, ooh, that wouldn't have happened if I like was a normal a normal person. <laughs> you
1: know? Um, not that I can like specifically remember. But there's definitely like it's a pretty dope when you're like if you're headlining a show, oh fa the night the club's in um perfect <laughs> called father. Hey. So like Yeah, father. <laughs> so so like like when you like for those gigs for instance, if you're headlining like Like, as you, you, like, you get there and you, like, get, like, escorted up, like, past everyone and, like, the whole line's like, yeah, but you're fucking, yeah. And you're like, like, oh, man, this is dope. And then you, like, get in there and they like, you, like, shuffle you backstage, like, stopping people from, like, harassing you. And then, yeah, that's pretty dope. And then when you, like, go out and start playing, like, it's just fucking crazy. Like, 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 that's pretty cool. yeah And when, and, like... Like, when the mood changes when you get to the stage, like, like everyone's kind of just doing the thing, and then, like, you get up there and then s- play your first song, and everyone like, the mood changes a yeah. bit in the room, and you're like, oh, man, this is sick. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't think I've ever had any, like, actual famous moment yeah. where outside of that.
2: And you get nervous. Like, before, just before you
1: go up, there are, like, butterflies in your stomach, surely. Yeah, not so much, like... I suppose, like,
2: you're confident in what you're doing.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things, like, you know when you do something so often... And you're so confident with it that, like, you know you're not going to fuck it up. And then even then, in that situation, if you do fuck it up, it doesn't matter anyway. (laughs) So, it's like, if anything, it's, like, good because it makes it more real. So, like, Mm. if you fuck something up and then you're like, ah, shit, I fucked up. And then press play again. And it's like, everyone's like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) He's human now. (laughs) So, um, yeah. No, I can't say I've ever had any, like. Man, I've been touring with famous people. So we toured with um, Nas. That was like crazy. What? He was like very famous. So wow. He, people were like stalking him and shit. And 360, we tou- I toured 360 right at the peak of his like fame. And man, it was wild. Like, yeah, true. So wild. Was like, he? Um- people like jumping out in front of his car and shit, like trying to like Holy kill themselves to like see him. Man, so crazy. Like every show, people would be like trying to bash in the, back door to like break in but like aggressively like not like people like oh, I'm trying to get no in million. like like let's let's take hammers and sledgehammers and smash down the back door so we can meet him like <laughs> so crazy so yeah I, I don't think I'd like that at all nah that's a bit too <laughs> like, much hey
2: that's full-on yeah it's like that Michael Jordan documentary
1: like he couldn't leave his like room
2: he's like you don't want to be me you don't want to be me He would like have to order pizza like do all this like yeah. he basically couldn't leave if you traveled to another city yeah, it would suck. Yeah, that would be horrible. Diplo probably feels like that. Although with a DJ it's like like it's like more so the name that like people recognize like I I could probably pick Diplo out of a crowd like if I had to, but like if I pass him on the street, I don't know. Like it, yeah. it's well like, it's
1: like if Diplo walked down Queen Street Mall tomorrow, I I don't know. I don't even know if he would get stopped. Like yeah. he might.
2: Maybe by like a few like fanatic fans, but yeah. Like, who's that golden features who who wears yeah, the, yeah. the mask? Like, that's a pretty good gig. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, obviously, like, making a bit of cash, yeah. doing what he loves, and like, no one really recognizes
1: him. Yeah, that's good for sure. Yeah. Be interesting. I don't think, yeah, I think fame would be really annoying. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be trash. You just want the money, really. Yeah. <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> Man, I just like, I just like um, performing. So, like, I just really. So every now and then I think why I do like one or two gigs a year still is like you've mi- I missed like the bass music so loud that it like shakes your whole body oh. and like you can't really get that like anywhere yeah. but a nightclub mm. or like maybe a car but like it's different because you're like sitting down. Sitting, yeah. Um. So yeah. So it's like every now and then I'm like, man, I just need to like go into a club and just put on some really fucking loud music and just like... <sighs> Pump it out And then I'll be done And I don't need to do it again For another six months It's like yeah. a drug It's like oh. yeah. <laughs> get your Hit fix. me Yeah got get, yeah, get it fixed. Man it's
2: crazy That's awesome yeah. I, I love that Yeah
0: I know what you mean about the bass Shaking your whole body Like that feeling is like It's almost spiritual It's like yeah. oh, oh, oh. Like oh, you're being possessed by something <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You
1: know? Man I remember like There's places that the bass Would be so heavy That like Your eyes would vibrate And you can't even see You're just like yeah yeah oh, i can't see what is happening and then you're like what did i take oh, no, I did <laughs> it's like then you like turn the bass down a bit and you're like oh man we need to like <laughs> we, we are gonna kill someone in here like we just keep that keep that about here yeah. so, i've been at tvc before and i thought i was gonna die i was like like super
0: drunk <laughs> yeah. a little bit high staying in front of the speakers like someone's playing i'm just yeah. like so, getting as close to the speakers as i can i'm just like oh fuck yeah. like, oh up.
1: man there's always be someone like super cooked, like, lying against the speaker, just like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, like man, we're going to, like, give this person a heart attack. Yeah. Like, what do you reckon? The, the beat, their heart rate's probably about 140, which is the, how, like, fast this music is. Like, if I up the tempo of this song, oh, yeah, this person going to have, like, a heart attack? <laughs> like Control their blood flow. Yeah, you think
0: about that, like, beats per minute, hey, that's, like, a big part of, like, being a DJ, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, everything's about Everything's beats per minute. Yeah. So, like, what's the what's the optimal, like, beats per minute that you want to go for? Well, it depends what genre it is. So, like, house music's all pretty much 128 BPM. Yeah, but then trap trap, and, like, dubstep's all 70, but everyone calls it 140 because it's, like, half-time um, or double-time. And so you can mix both because there's not much music that's 70 BPM, But whereas there's a lot on the higher end. Um, and then, like, hip-hop's generally, like, 90 to 100. Moon batons like, 105 to 115. And then when you go up past, like, 130... Um, like in terms of not double time then it gets into like hard style and like all that kind of stuff. <laughs> dung, dung,
0: dung, 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 dung. Yeah. A bunch of people like are uh, gabbering. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: And like drum and bass and stuff. But yeah, no, BPM is everything. So yeah, the whole, every set that you do, like you like I I don't plan sets, but like I'll have folders and be like, I think people who at this club would like these kinds of songs. so I'll drop them all in there. But you always want to make sure there's not a big gap in your like, so he's like, I've got all the seventy BPM trap stuff, and then from there, I've only got like eighty to one hundred stuff. So I've got like a ten BPM gap. And It's like, how am I going to fill that gap uh-huh. from like only playing the seventy BPM stuff? How do I transition from that to the eighty? So then you're like, oh shit, I'm going to have to find songs to like fill it in, fill in the gap, so you can kind of slowly go up. True. Um, but yeah, I'm notorious to just be like. <laughs> 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 Spin it back yeah. and just start on that as well. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, is there a toilet in this? There is,
0: right just,
1: there. Just so, go straight out there.
0: Do you have a Spotify playlist that you like to like like that you have a go to?
1: Not really. Nah, no. 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 I've got my own like liked playlists. Man, let's see what's on there. Yeah, yeah, I would love to that because that's what I'm thinking. Like next up, because we've got it's like it's gonna be the worst, but let's have a look. No, I'm
0: sure you'll have something good. Like we've got like a few like w- <laughs> we got like. Christmas parties that the boys do? Like, it's just boys only, no girlfriends?
1: Uh, mine's currently... The first song is Love Gun by Kiss. Love Gun by... Oh, shoot. <laughs> all, right, all right. And then we've got some Tool. Then some Kanye. Some Skrillex. Kavinsky. Some Fleetwood Mac. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. Here we go. And yeah. Some Meek Mill. Um, Yeah. Roman Silver. DJ Fresh. Tr- uh, ASAP Mob. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of listen to whatever. And I'm realizing that now that I'm reading through this. J Jay Prince. Calvin Harris is in there. Flume. Harry Styles. Oh, yeah. Don't no, mind me he a new direction. song, actually. Like, it's like, pretty good, actually. Man, I think Harry Styles is dope. Like, just, I'll, I'll say it. You He's heard good. it here, <laughs> folks. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like whatever. Like, I don't really have a set playlist. I kind of just press play on whatever, like, the, you know, they, Spotify recommends you things. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I've never, never really.
0: Just really hoping I could steal a playlist off you and I could just, like, play it for uh, friends. i am like, oh, yeah, no, this is my music. No, I don't they?
1: <laughs> Let's have a look. Man, this is what's in my current top playlist. I've got baby sleep aid, white noise. <laughs> <laughs> a playlist of uh, white noise for, for babies. i got a meditation playlist. Yeah, other than that, I don't have anything for you. Oh, oh this is a good playlist. Yeah. Songs where the guy says, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> We're listening to that tonight. It's two, so two hours and 40 minutes of, of songs. Perfect. 21 Savage. Skirt skirt. Reduck, black. skirt. So yeah, I'll I'll link you guys that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah. Well, let's try and G up this uh
1: TBC yeah, event, legitimate party event. man. Like, like, all right, I'm it. You, you've got our email. Like, you seem yeah. like a busy man. We're, we're yeah, not oh that I busy. <laughs> so, oh, no, no. So we we can, we'll, it'll be we'll like it'll be like three or four texts, I reckon. it will be like, "Are you keen?" Like, "Yes. Are you keen?" "Yes." It'll just all come together and then I think the biggest issue will be seeing if the building is still connected to power, and but I'm pretty sure they still have offices upstairs that they still rent out. So yeah, I reckon it'll be surely. And then we just won't have a bar. it's nice. yeah. BYO. Yeah, B-Y-O. BYO. Yep. So we ran this party, this warehouse party, where we did BYO, and we had a um, we did run a bar, but you could like leave your drinks behind the bar, and we put like a name on them, mm. so that way people weren't like rocking in with eskies and those eskies everywhere. Yeah, Man, we could figure it out. All right. Let's yeah. do it.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: surely.
1: Yeah. We'll at least make inquiries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're not promising anything. No, anymore. no, no. <laughs> no, no. We'll, we'll get
0: a good buddy Brad Jenkins in on it too. Yeah. Yeah. He knows some people. He knows some people. He knows <laughs> some <laughs> sexy people. Let's do it.
2: <laughs> cool. <laughs> anyway. Beauty. This has been a pleasure. Yeah, this has been a great time. time yeah. Right.
0: Episode 39, Singers Plastic Bag. Yeah. DJ Butcher. Butch Daddy. Butch Daddy. <laughs> Shout <laughs> him out.
2: <laughs> See you, people. Bye. Thank you for having me, guys. Bye. <laughs>